On this episode of Reliterated, we don't have an original idea as we continue to stall before starting the next chapter, so we're doing what Hollywood does and going back to an old story, repackaging it, and retelling it. Our choose-your-own Star Wars adventure was basically just the plot of the first movie, so with Harold out this week, it's up to Josh to dash the new hope and bring glory to the Empire on Reliterated Special Edition, the podcast where this time, Josh shoots first. Welcome to Reliterated, the lowbrow book club of grown-ass adults reading the children's books popular in the 1990s, but with 2020s hindsight. Fair warning, we use language too mature for kids, analysis too immature for literary scholars, and ignorance too profound to be inoffensive to everyone. And sometimes we lead children to the dark side. Correct. (laughs) Correct. I'm Andy. And I'm Josh. And we are a duo today. We are doing the Sith rule of two. Yes. We haven't officially started our next chapter of the podcast yet, but neither are we ready to take a break because we do, we're going to do that after the next chapter, as is our custom that we've established. But different things are happening in our lives and we can't do a proper episode. So we're... Um, we're just going to retread a little bit here. I'm going to dial, I'm going to bring us back all the way to episode, what was it? Episode 23 of the show, where I did my Choose Your Own Adventure for the Star Wars uh, <laughs> Choose Your Own Adventure book for A New Hope. And we basically just followed the plot of the movie. Yeah, because you told us that's what we had to do. Yeah, uh, it turns out I was a little bit wrong, uh, and now I'm seeking redemption. I think you just wanted to show off your voice (laughs) skills, because they are impeccable. I appreciate appreciate the the compliment. But uh, yeah, I also want a good, different story uh, from the movie, and um, this book does offer it. And it was a bit unfair to, uh, to not get into those waters, because I believe there are actually endings where you wind up working for the empire excellent as you should i know josh is all about that <laughs> it's fun empire all the way. <laughs> because empire's more fun yes i love the empire well <laughs> see i i have a big problem with the whole jedi religion thing and how they indoctrinate children and you know all the problems that a lot of people have with the jedi i have those same issues And, you know, the Empire, did they really do anything wrong? They were just trying to bring peace to the galaxy. You know, sometimes it takes an iron fist in in movie galaxies for that to work. (laughs) So, again, it's just for fun. (laughs) This is not what I actually believe. (laughs) But it's a movie, and it's okay to like a movie. So (laughs) I guess, and I guess it's okay to like the bad guys in a movie, and... Yeah. Maybe relate to them <laughs> so a little bit. I can, re- you know, that Darth Vader. He's a he's a real stand up guy. When you think about it, you know, he's a he's a role model. He's very loyal to his emperor. Yeah. Unless you unless you get into some of the extended universe stuff, like the Force Awakens, not the Force Awakens, the uh, the Force Unleashed, where he raises a uh, a young boy strong in the Force to uh, to overtake the Emperor with him. Whatever, yeah. But- other than that, he's very loyal. And by the way, <laughs> I love those games. Those are some of my favorite games to play. It's just fun <laughs> taking people and just throwing them into space. That's probably oh, my yeah. favorite thing to do. <laughs> or like yeah, the Force Unleashed is really fun. I go slowly, drop them over to the edge, and then I just let them go. <laughs> and 
<laughs> force so, yes. lightning all day. Oh force yeah, lightning the force all lightning the is fun. Oh, <laughs> rancors. The first time around, we started the uh, we did the Star Wars A New Hope adventure, where the book just uh, inserts you into the story of the movie as Luke Skywalker's best friend. Like, what if Luke Skywalker? Grew up with a best friend on Tatooine, and what if you were that person? Yeah, you were a side character that didn't exist in the movie. <laughs> yeah, you're you're a side character, mm-hmm. just kind of observing everything that happens. And you can play, you can read the book that way, uh, make the same choices that lead to you know, uh, the different things that happen in the movie. But uh, there are also different branches of the story i i kind of misled you in the first go around with this book and told you that if you deviate from that plot the story will end well i mean the story is going to end whatever you do but if some some of them are more eventual than others and some of them are a little bit darker i would think so we're going to try to explore and get to one of those endings aren't we yeah because uh to be honest if you want to uh have a better version of that ending just watch the movie because it's better experience in my opinion. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So what wound up happening was we went through the movie all the way up to the point where uh, Luke and Han uh, had to make the decision to uh, rescue Princess Leia from the detention block, and we chose not to. And that wound up with Leia getting killed and us not knowing where to find the rebel base, even though we had our two. Uh, and the plans of the Death Star, but uh, the war just drag dragged out longer and indeterminately. So that yeah. was kind of what what we left off at. <laughs> yeah, terrible where, ending. Where we left that one. <laughs> yeah, and we could have kept going with the decisions in the in the movie and whatever, and got to the same kind of conclusion. But I'm going to take us to the point of the of the story. Uh, and this is, and it deviates at the point where um, you are chartering the flight on the Millennium Falcon uh, in the cantina, and you have to decide if you want to go home and say goodbye to your family, or if you just want to get on the ship and go uh, off with Ben and Luke and Han and Chewie and the droids. Okay, sounds and good. And so, all right, we're gonna jump back into the story of Star Wars: A New Hope. Chewbacca leads you across the bar to a rugged-looking man sitting alone. He wears high black boots, a black vest, and a blaster on his hip. Can I help you, gents? The man asks. Captain Solo, I presume? Ben says. We hear you've got a fast ship, you say. I've outrun Imperial starships. If you're worried about speed, Han Solo replies. The Falcon's fast enough for you, kid. Ben and Han talk money and the deal is done. You've got a ship to take you to Alderaan. But suddenly you find yourself thinking more about the farm and your family. You know your parents will be proud of you when they hear your adventure, but you're going to miss them, and you didn't even have a chance to say goodbye. If you make your way back home, turn to page 7. If you go with the others, turn to page 85. So we're going back home. We're going home. A short while later, you watch the Millennium Falcon take off and leave the planet, taking the rest of the movie with it. (laughs) (laughs) You wander around Mos Eisley, looking for someone to take you back to your parents, but you have no money, and no one will help you. Soon, the two suns begin to set, and the streets go dark. Finally, you meet a courier named Capri Otti. 
She doesn't have room for a passenger in her loaded messenger vehicle, but she will take a message to your parents and bring back whatever money they send. Capriati leaves, and there is nothing you can do but wait for her. You go back into the cantina and ask for the bartender, a man named Wooher. You ask him if he's hiring. The many alien races frighten you, but you need to make some money if you want to have a place to sleep and food to eat until Capriati returns. So your friends have left you on your own? Well, this place is pretty tough, Wooher warns. Calling up all your courage, you reply, So am I. You're hired then, the bartender says. Maybe I'll even forget you came in here with those rebels. Wooher seems nice enough, but later that night, you learn that he supports the Empire. Duh! Find out more on page 49. <laughs> I'm telling ya! Wooher roars to a pair of stormtroopers leaning against the bar. I just don't get this whole rebellion business. I mean, we don't bother the Emperor, and he don't bother us. Am I right? What does it matter to a little backwater planet like Tatooine who's in charge? Heck, we don't want anybody to notice us. The stormtroopers seem to laugh along with Wooher, but you are angered by his words. The Emperor is evil, a tyrant who enslaves whole planets. But you're sure not about to say that out loud. Unfortunately, not everyone is smart enough to see that, a stormtrooper admits, his voice sounding electric through the white helmet of his armor. Did that come through okay? <laughs> I covered my mouth with my it hands. Was, it was alright, but you might want to... Simulate wanna... the stormtrooper. Yeah. L listen up on the effect. <laughs> my, yeah, you might want to listen up a little bit. Unfortunately, not everyone is smart enough to see that, a stormtrooper admits, his voice sounding electric through the white helmet of his armor. We actually chased a ship out of here today, the Millennium Falcon, filled with rebels, but they're in for trouble, all right. We're searching for them all over the galaxy. Oh no, you think. Luke is in for it now. You worry about Luke, Ben, and even Princess Leia. You start to wish you had gone with Luke in the first place. Turn to page 58. The next night, you go to work at the cantina again. A few hours later, Capriotti returns. I told your parents more about your situation than you wrote in the note, she admits. I know Han Solo, and I know about your friends dodging the Imperials on the Falcon. She must have been convincing because the note from your parents says that they're proud of you and will support whatever decision you make. At the same time, they miss you and wish you were home. Along with their message, your parents have sent a lot of money. Now that you have the money and your parents' approval, you can do whatever you want. And now a choice. If you go home to your family, turn to page 52. If you hire a ship to warn Luke of his danger, turn to page 95. Those are the two options? That's so lame. Th those are the options. Don't go home. But I feel if I go home, I'm just going to end up <laughs> going home and nothing will happen. Mm -hmm. But I also don't want to hire a ship to help Luke. <laughs> so I think I have to make the decision to go home. Um... Okay. Mama, <laughs> mama, I'm coming home. <laughs> you realize you can't just leave your family and your life on Tatooine. Plus, if you try to find Luke on your own, sooner or later, someone is sure to identify you as having been with Luke, Ben, and the droids, and you'll be arrested. The stormtroopers might even attack your parents and destroy your farm the way they did Luke's aunt and uncles. You can't take that risk. You must leave Mos Eisley immediately. You thank Capriotti for the message and tell her you must go home. She helps you find someone who will give you a ride, and you walk out of the cantina without looking back. At home, your parents are thrilled you have returned. Your mother has been especially worried about you. You work hard on the farm and occasionally hear stories about the daring rebels defying the Emperor. You never see Luke Skywalker again, but you think of him and of the rebellion every night as you look up at the stars. <laughs> the end. You have done nothing to affect the plot. We've done of the nothing movie. to affect the, star the movie whatsoever. <laughs> so we're going back. Slide uh, whistle cue. Yes. <laughs> 
so you must hire a ship to warn Luke of his danger. Lame. I mean, he's your best friend. Is he? <laughs> okay, so look at it this way. You are not, like, following the Jedi code and, like, detaching from, from everything. Yeah, that's true. You are, you are still part of your family, go, so... Go with your attachment <laughs> to your best friend. So, yes, we're going to... Try to help Luke, I guess. Irish ship to warn Luke. It's not to defeat the Emperor, it's to warn Luke that he's in danger. 95. Capriotti helps you find a freighter captain willing to, t to carry you to Alderaan. She buys you a soda while you wait for the ship to be prepared. Because you're a pansy-ass bitch who can't <laughs> drink anything alcoholic. Didn't you just get a shitload of money? <laughs> yeah, what the hell? <laughs> you should buy her a drink. Yeah, damn. I've got to get back to work, Capri says, after draining her glass. Tell Han Solo I send my love. You're sad that Capri is leaving. After all, she's the only person you trust in Mos Eisley. But there's nothing more you can do. You need to warn Luke and the others that the Empire is on to them. Hey! Wooher shouts, marching out of the stockroom to point a finger in your face. What are you doing? I'm not paying you to sit around and mope. Sorry, Wooher. I have to quit, you say. I'm... You almost tell him you're leaving the planet, but you remember his loyalty to the Empire. The less he knows, the better. I'm going back to my parents' farm, you lie. Well, how do you like that? Wooher shouts angrily. I take pity on you, give you a job, and this is what I get? You take off without even saying thank you? Um, you mutter. Thank you? I was gonna say, yeah, just say thank yeah. you. <laughs> <laughs> thank you? Yeah, yeah, just get out of here. Wooher snarls. Time to head to page eight. Just then, the freighter captain you've hired taps you on the shoulder and gestures for you to follow him. The ship is ready, and it's time to go. As you leave the cantina, you see Wu Her talking to two stormtroopers. He points at you. Let's go, you urge the captain. The two of you hurry into the dusty streets of Mos Eisley. Halt! Someone shouts behind you. Run! You cry, shoving the captain ahead of you. I'm not running from Imperial stormtroopers, the captain replies. You're on your own, friend! You turn to see the stormtroopers clomping down the street after you, their weapons drawn. Wu Her must have told them you were with Luke and Ben before they boarded the Falcon and blasted past Imperial ships. You're not surprised. You turn a corner into a narrow alley. A slowly shambling Ronto almost blocks your path. You squeeze by and then run like crazy, hoping the huge leathery animal will slow down the stormtroopers enough for you to get away. Maybe you'll escape after all. You start to smile. <laughs> Escape to page 104. Ooh. Brilliant. Brilliant typo misspelling of escape. <laughs> E-X-C-A-P-E. E ah, well excellent. Done. <laughs> well done, Christopher Golden. Uh, 104. Unfortunately, another platoon of stormtroopers appears, blocking your path. You can hear the first group coming up behind you. You're trapped. There's only one thing left to do. Surrender. You drop to your knees and lace your fingers behind your head. That's right, rebel, the stormtrooper captain growls as he binds your wrists with shackles. Just don't move and you'll live, at least until we hand you over for questioning. You are herded on board an Imperial transport and kept in a holding cell until you arrive at the Imperial battle station the stormtroopers call the Death Star the biggest artificial structure you've ever seen. On the Death Star, you're brought to the prison level. A small door slides open, and you see that you are face-to-face -face with the woman from the hologram. Princess Leia? You ask in astonishment. The stormtroopers glance at each other. By letting them know that you recognize Leia, you've virtually admitted to being part of the rebellion. When you're alone, the princess stares at you. Do I know you? She asks. Now why would they make you cellmates with Leia? Ah, uh, cause it's the story? <laughs> you just have to run into these people, eh? I think they it's it revolves around Star Wars, so probably. <laughs> mm -hmm. 
just as few choices. <laughs> that was the other thing we didn't like about this book is it didn't offer a lot of choices. That's true. <clears throat> no, you say. I'm Luke Skywalker's friend. Luke who? She asks. Oh, right. You don't know. I helped Luke get R2-D2 and your message to Ben Kenobi, you explain. No, she cries. Kenobi has been captured too? No, no, you explain. He and Luke took the droids and hired a smuggler to get to Alderaan. They'll get there, princess. You can count on Luke. A smuggler? Leia asks bitterly. Man, you were just offering all kinds of information to <laughs> people who are probably listening for intel. Suddenly, the door to your cell whooshes open. Two stormtroopers enter. They grab you and drag you away. Here it comes, you think. They're going to kill me. Instead, you're dragged to the command deck of the Death Star. A gray-haired older man in the uniform of a high-ranking Imperial officer and a very tall man in black armor and a black flowing cape stare down at you. The black armored man is the most terrifying being you have ever seen. You're so scared you can't even look at him. Petrified, try to turn to page three. I don't know. Can I do it? You think I can do it? So it's... Okay. uh. Grand Admiral Moff Tarkin and Darth Vader is what they're, who they're talking about, right? Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, first first line on this page. I am the Grand Moff Tarkin. There the we go. Man explains. <laughs> this is Darth Vader. <laughs> yes. Bit on the nose. <laughs> you are silent, afraid that anything you might say will make Tarkin and Vader angry. Who was on the Millennium Falcon? Tarkin demands. I. I don't know, you reply. Another lie will kill you, Vader booms. His deep voice strikes greater fear in your heart. Luke Skywalker, you admit, ashamed, but just knowing his name won't help them. And Ben Kenobi. Kenobi, Vader thunders. Obi-Wan Kenobi. Where did they go? Talking demands. I think he'd be more surprised by the name Skywalker, to be honest. Yeah, right? <laughs> Especially the words Skywalker and Kenobi together. <laughs> That's got to get some wheels turning in the old robot head. Right? <laughs> you are terrified, but you can't betray Luke. I don't know, you lie. Kenobi wouldn't say. I sense the force in you, Vader whispers. I could make you a powerful weapon. The force, you whisper. In me? I would offer you a chance to live, Tarkin says, as well as wealth and power as an officer in the Imperial Navy. You stare at Tarkin in shock. An Imperial officer? Turn to page 105. <clears throat> what do you want from me? You manage to ask. Your first act as a lieutenant in the... I'm sorry... Your first act as a lieutenant in the Imperial Navy, because he's so very British, Tarkin, Tarkin explains, will be to return to your cell and convince Princess Leia that you support the rebellion. Do whatever you must, but find out from her the location of the rebel headquarters. And if I say no, you ask. That's not an option, Tarkin replies. You consider Tarkin's offer carefully. If he is telling the truth, you will become an Imperial officer. With the security, wealth, and power of your position, you might be able to keep Tarkin and Vader from killing Luke. But you can't save anybody if you're dead. If you refuse Tarkin's offer, turn to page 10. If you agree to help the Empire, turn to page 117. Oh, we're going to help that Empire. We're going with the Empire. Oh, I'm so excited to help the Empire. <laughs> dan, 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 dan. <laughs> Thank you, you managed to say. 
though it's hard to speak the words. I will find the location of the rebel headquarters. Tarkin is obviously pleased, but Vader is silent. He doesn't trust you. The problem is, you aren't sure you trust yourself. It would be so easy to go along with Tarkin's plan. After all, you don't really know much about the Rebellion. Ben Kenobi might just be a crazy old man who has pulled Luke into something very dangerous and misguided. You are put back in your cell, where Leia waits. I keep waiting for them to torture me, but they didn't, you tell her. They just kept asking me where Luke and Ben were heading on the Millennium Falcon and where the Rebel base is. I assume that you sent Ben to Alderaan because that's where the base was, so I... Uh, so I didn't tell them that's where Luke went. Luke is lucky to have a friend like you, Leia says, obviously touched by your pretense of loyalty. You feel guilty, and you almost blurt out the truth, but you can't. So much depends on keeping your pact with Tarkin, like saving Luke's life, and Leia's for that matter. Turn to page 119. I just hope Luke can get to the rebel base in Alderaan in time, you say. The princess looks at you oddly a moment, her eyes narrowed, as if she's trying to make up her mind about something. The base isn't on Alderaan, Leia says in a whisper, trusting you with the truth. That's just where my father is, and he's part of the rebellion. Rebel headquarters is on Yavin 4. You stare at her. You've never even heard of Yavin 4, but now that she's told you where the base is, you wish you didn't know, because now you have to decide what to do with the information. If you lie to Tarkin and Vader, turn to page 109. If you betray Leia, that's where we're going. Yep, betray Leia! <laughs> Woo! <laughs> Woo! You decide that keeping Luke alive, and keeping yourself alive as well, are more important goals than the security of the Rebel base. Even if the base is destroyed, you reason, the Rebels may come back over time to defeat the Empire. You must think of your friends and yourself first. You know Leia won't understand what you're about to do, but you have chosen to save her life. Luke's, and your own, no matter what the cost. I'm sorry, you say, and turn away from her. Going to the door, going to the door to your cell. Sorry, she asks. What for? You pound on the door and call for the guards to come let you out. What are you doing? Leia shouts, enraged. You traitor! You can't tell them or we're all dead. Don't you understand? I'm sorry, you say again. It's best for all of us this way, princess. I've been offered a commission in the Imperial Navy and have a responsibility to the Empire. Command your way to page 82. <laughs> you winner, you. <laughs> <laughs> A moment later, stormtroopers enter and lead you back to the command deck, where Darth Vader waits for your report. You are afraid he'll doubt your word, but you hope he'll sense the truth in you, the way he sensed the Force there earlier. You have the location of the rebel base so quickly? Vader asks, surprised. Yes, you reply. It's on Yavin 4. Princess Leia is more trusting than I'd imagined, or you are more persuasive, Vader says, as he eyes you suspiciously. Or perhaps you're lying to me. No, Lord Vader, you stammer. The base is on Yavin 4. I hope that you will spare the life of the princess. She is no threat to anyone now that you know the location of the rebel base. If you're telling the truth, Princess Leia will be transported to the spice mines of Kessel and imprisoned there for life rather than executed. You see, the Empire is nothing but fair, Lieutenant. I will see to it that your boon is granted. Vader rasps. If you're lying, you will both be executed, he adds. Find out if Vader believes you on page 38. Mm -mm 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 -mm. 
I'm not lying, you say, wishing you were. Excellent, Vader replies. We were going to destroy Alderaan, but with the plans for the Death Star in rebel hands, we must move to quickly destroy their base on Yavin 4. Then we may worry about other displays of power for the Emperor. Vader orders stormtroopers to get you a proper uniform for a lieutenant in the Imperial Navy, and then leaves you on the bridge. He has fulfilled his side of the bargain. You have sided with the Empire, but the guilt you feel at betraying your friends is great. You console yourself with the knowledge that you saved Luke and the entire planet of Alderaan. The rebels still have the plans for the Death Star. It's possible that they will still be able to use them. Less than a standard day later, shortly before the commanders of the Death Star plan to destroy Yavin 4, rebel forces launch a heavy attack on the space station as X-Wing fighters dive into the wide central trench around the Death Star. Grand Moff Tarkin thinks their attack is ridiculous, but you overhear an engineer say that if the rebels hit the right spot, the Death Star could be destroyed. Turn to page 32. And it could be destroyed with you on it, Mr. High and Mighty Empire Lieutenant Dude. I had friends on that <laughs> Death Star. <laughs> I had friends on that Death Star. <laughs> <clears throat> As alarms clang and sirens wail, a stormtrooper runs up to you. Lieutenant, he yells, we've got several rebel ships in our landing bay. Why would they board the Death Star? You shout. They're trying to blow up this station. Then it hits you. Princess Leia is one of the most important people in the rebellion. When Luke and the others joined the rebels, they must have learned that Leia's ship had been taken by the Empire and realized that she was a prisoner aboard the Death Star. They've come to rescue her. You've known Luke Skywalker your whole life. He would definitely have come along on such a crazy mission. You don't want Luke to die, and if there's any chance the Death Star will be destroyed, you'd like to get off the space station with him. You pray that he will understand why, he, why you had to reveal the rebel base's location. Come with me, you tell the stormtrooper. You go to the prison level with the stormtrooper and drag Leia from her cell. Face the princess on page 64. You again, she shouts. What do you want from me now? Isn't it enough that you've betrayed the entire rebellion? Have you come to execute me now? Quiet, you bark. Your rebel friends have boarded the station. I'm going to bring you to them. The stormtrooper stops in his tracks. I'm sorry, Lieutenant, he says. I can't do that. Escort the prisoner. That's an order, you snap. We're not handing the princess over. We're using her as bait. The threat of her death will make the others surrender. That will please Vader. You and the stormtrooper hurry Leia toward the landing bay. If you decide to use Leia to force the rebels to sur- Ooh, it's a three-part choice. Ooh! <laughs> if you decide to use Leia to force the rebels to surrender, go to page 84. If you decide to aid the rebels and help Leia escape, go to page 23. If you decide to play it by ear, go to page 93. I want to use her as bait. Ah, <clears throat> so you're going to keep your word to the random stormtrooper. Yes. <laughs> Use Leia to force the rebels to surrender at page 84. Okay. At the bay, you find Luke, Han Solo, and Chewbacca, along with some rebel troops, pinned down just inside the entrance. With a blaster to Leia's head, you drag her into the middle of the fight. Luke! You cry. I've got the princess! All fighting suddenly stops. Luke peeks out from his cover sees you, and almost drops his blaster in surprise. He is obviously horrified at the sight of you in an Imperial Navy uniform. Surrender now, a total ceasefire, and I will spare her life and ask Tarkin and Vader to be merciful toward you and your friends. 
If you don't surrender, she'll be executed immediately, and the rest of you will follow soon enough, you call to him. After a few moments of hesitation, Luke and the others throw down their weapons and surrender to the Imperial troops. As the rebels are escorted to the prison level, Han Solo and Chewbacca stare at you. Only Luke dares to approach. A stormtrooper moves to stop him, but you order the trooper to stand back. I never dreamed it would come to this, Luke says. You in that uniform, and me as your prisoner? Defend your honor on page 88. You're alive, Luke you say softly. Isn't that what's important? Is it? Luke asks. You can't meet Luke's gaze anymore, so you signal for him to be taken away. Later, you're called to the command deck by Tarkin and Vader. They inform you that the rebel attack has been repulsed, and a flaw in the design of the Death Star repaired so that the station is now invulnerable. Phew. You have done well, Lieutenant, Tarkin says. I have decided to promote you to Captain. In addition, you will have a special assignment. You are to begin training in the ways of the Force. Lord Vader will train you himself. You are relieved that you are not to be executed, but feel sick as view screens shimmer to life, showing Yavin 4, where the rebel base is. Luke, Leia, Ben, Han, and Chewbacca are brought to the bridge, and you all watch in horror as the Death Star's laser weapon obliterates the entire moon of Yavin 4. The rebellion has suffered a terrible setback. Have you lost your best friend? Find out on page 35. <laughs> Lord Vader. But that's the only thing you care about. Oh, man, I got that whole moon and the rebel base destroyed. Have I lost my best friend? And plus, like, <laughs> Vader's going to train you. That's so dope. <laughs> <laughs> now, Captain, Tarkin says proudly, you will issue the order for the execution of our rebel captives. Then our triumph will be complete. Your eyes go wide with horror. You glance at Luke who now stares at you defiantly. Vader approaches and whispers harshly in your ear, Do it, or you will be the first to die. Execute the prisoners, you say, filled with shame and horror, the look in Luke's eyes burned in your brain forever. Gee, I wonder if you've lost your best friend at this point. <laughs> both, well, I think watch... both. <laughs> both ways. <laughs> <laughs> you watch as your friends are taken away. You suddenly realize they're not all your friends, though. I mean, you barely knew Chewbacca and Han. Yeah, and ben. You just met Chewie and Han. Yeah, I mean, you knew Ben longer than Chewie and Han, but by a few <laughs> hours. I, I, Luke is the big loss here. <laughs> He's kind of a wormy guy, anyway. Nobody cares about Luke. <laughs> Certainly not the Emperor. Well, at this point, yeah. <laughs> you watch as your friends are taken away. You suddenly realize that one day, sooner or later, Tarkin or Vader or some other Imperial commander will have some minor complaint against you or your performance as an officer. Then it will be you who is ex escorted to your execution. From that moment on, you live in terror, the guilt of what you've done weighing like stone on your conscience. The end. Uh, I don't think it'd be weighing on me that long. <laughs> <laughs> You just gotta ditch your conscience and you'll be fine. I mean, you're a freaking captain in the Imperial Navy, dude. That's a really <laughs> good spot to be and in in alive. the Empire. <laughs> and you're alive. Don't care about so, other people. They're dead. That's what matters, yeah. Oh, I lost so, my best friend. Well, you got a new best friend. His name is Lord <laughs> Vader and he is awesome. Congratulations on a happy ending, you sick, sick, twisted weirdo. <laughs> I get trained in the, in the ways of the Force. I am cool with that. So, yeah. I wonder if guilt can be used for the dark side. It could probably be twisted into anger. Oh, easily. I know my oh, anger yeah. gets I, I know my anger's been getting up for there pretty high lately. But, <laughs> but I digress. 
So what do you what do you think about the uh, the non movie version of Star Wars where you uh, join the Empire? It just seems like he felt so bad about doing all those other choices, and I'm like, after a certain point, I don't think you'd start you'd feel bad. I think you would just be like, yeah, this is the way I'm going now. So well, obviously, sacrificing your best friend is the big hurdle. Yeah, to get over, and then like conscience wise a whole a whole uh moon was destroyed <coughs> with uh, a bunch of lives on it but you did save alderaan you yep it, it, that was the exchange you saved alderaan but uh set back the rebellion uh, a lot of a lot of rebel lives were lost well okay so but, how populated was yavin 4 other than the base i'm not sure i'm not sure if it had like a uh it was certainly like a temperate enough planet to be inhabited by uh, people, I guess, and those those temples that they set up shop in were once occupied. So I don't know. I don't know if that uh, if Yavin Four had people living on it other than the rebels. That that requires a deep dive into the into the lore. Yeah, that would be like we'd have to look up <laughs> Wikipedia and. Yeah, I don't want to do. I don't want to get that involved in. <laughs> <laughs> this is just a mini episode. Yeah, this is just for fun because our friend is not doing super great because of his foot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just had he just had uh, surgery done on his foot, so he's a bionic man now. Yep, and uh, we wish him well in his recovery. He is more bionic than those fucking bats. <laughs> more bionic than bats. Ugh. than than mutant bats in Bay City. So angry. Still, I still. <laughs> and hate all it that took book. was like, I don't even know what it, what they use. Like uh, just a couple screws, maybe. Uh, I think he said, yeah, like, he had to get us at least one. I don't know about. Yeah, he hasn't gone into detail. Yeah, I haven't talked to him in depth since the procedure. Yeah, yeah. So we'll we'll find out just how bionic. Because he's been in and out. <laughs> but he's still got all his human parts, so it's not like anything was replaced. No, just added to it. Yeah, I've got a couple screws in my ankle when I broke it back in 05, I want to say. Mm, I don't think I have so. any foreign parts because I've only I've broken both my wrists. And when I was born, I, I was pigeon toed. So they put casts on my feet so that they uh -huh. would grow straight, but they didn't uh -huh. like break them or anything like that. So I think, yeah, I don't think I have any metal parts in me. Yeah, and then I'm not sure. I don't know if they use like certain screws that uh, dissolve over time or like integrate with the bone or whatever. But uh, no, I think it may not even screws are permanent. It may not have even been metal screws. Yeah, that's true. And now they have composite all those composite materials. We'll have to learn. We'll find out. See if he knows. But yeah. So uh, we chose a new Star Wars adventure, and we dashed the New Hope. We did. I said, we said, I, I helped the Empire. I did what I wanted to do at the start of the episode. <laughs> <laughs> I found it interesting to, that uh, Darth Vader had nothing to say about Luke Skywalker. Finding out that uh, there was a another Skywalker out there. It couldn't have, couldn't have been that common a name. Well, here's the thing. Wouldn't you think they would ch at least change the kid's last name if you... Hid them away. Yeah, they were keeping him in hiding. Plus, yeah. he thought he killed them. So, you know, he just didn't know that yet. He thought he killed Luke? Didn't he think he killed the kids when he killed Padme? Uh, well, yeah, he, I mean, he assumed that they were never born because Padme died. So, yeah, yeah there you go. 
Bob's your uncle. <laughs> <laughs> Bob's your uncle. But still, there's a there's a kid with the name of Skywalker running around with Ben Kenobi. Uh, that is too big a coincidence to say that this is not a this has nothing to do with Anakin Skywalker. Maybe he used his control of his emotions to not let it get to him. <laughs> and uh, yeah, there's like a whole sub story that could be written here. Yeah. About Darth Vader finding out from some random kid <laughs> from Tatooine that uh, Luke Skywalker and Obi-Wan Kenobi were running around. I mean, that's why he, that's probably why Ben took him to Tatooine because we all know Darth Vader hates sand. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> and it's, and it's not a, it's not a matter of like not knowing that Darth Vader was Luke's father because this book was written in 98 when the story was set in stone that Darth Vader is Luke's, yeah. Luke and Leia's father. Everything is known about it. So, God. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's an interesting interesting way of going that's for sure mm-hmm. interesting yeah <laughs> it was a really cool uh scene that i that i saw from the the comics of the L- vader finding out about luke skywalker the name luke skywalker like he had boba fett uh, came in here with that uh piece of information that the name of the rebel who destroyed the death star was named luke skywalker and that, like, he was, like, flashing back to, like, the Emperor telling him that uh, he killed uh, Padme and uh, that led one thing to another. He's like, the Emperor emperor lied to me. Grr, I'm so angry. And <laughs> it was just a really cool scene and kind of set the seeds of Vader wanting to overthrow the Emperor with, uh, with the help of his son. So, speaking yeah. Of, speaking of killing Padme, I saw a scene... This week it was on Reddit and it was the full cut of the Anakin Padme scene and Hayden Christensen's eyes are just so intense in the scene. I was just like, why didn't they use the whole thing? It's so awesome. <laughs> it had <laughs> so much more emotion. Of it. it was just like the green uh, screen. an alternate take. It was just oh. an alternate take. But I was okay. just like, this is amazing. I wish they would use that one instead of the lame one they used in the movie. But... Hmm. You know, it is what it is. So we got what we got. And I'm sure there are reasons. Oh, I'm sure. So, but hey, we, we did it. We got to the end. (laughs) We got a more satisfying story, not just a retread of, uh, of the original that punished us for, for deviating. Mm -hmm. So it was definitely more satisfying to me. (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah. You you imperial bootlick. The empire did nothing wrong. <laughs> it's a fun subreddit. There's lots of memes and uh, stuff about the 500 first charity work that they do, and a lot of cool stuff. Right now, there's a very rotund <laughs> stormtrooper <laughs> in, uh, on the sub. So I was laughing at that. I was like, that must be custom armor right there. <laughs> so, but yep. anyway. Anyways, yeah, that was fun. So much fun that I'm sleepy. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> it got me good and tired. Excellent. So anyway, um, we'll be back next episode, hopefully with the beginning of our snowy, wintry chapter uh, with uh, with Call of the Wild. Hopefully, you'll all have uh, the three boys back and ready and raring to go. Talk about dogs. Talk about and- snow that I... I have I don't experience, dude. I literally had to take off my uh, dress shirt today at work when I went on my walk because it was so hot. 
It was 82 today. Oh. <laughs> In February. <laughs> yeah, it got warm today and j- almost hit 32. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> That's yeah. awesome. All righty. Well, s- send us off, my man. All righty. So that's going to do it for this uh, this impromptu edition of Reliterated. We will see you next time. Uh, until then, support your local libraries and independent booksellers and little libraries that you see along the road. Give a shit. Read some lit. Thanks, everybody. Have a good whatever time of the day it is for you. <laughs>You're also invited to join the growing Reliterated community on Facebook, Twitter, Reddit, TikTok, YouTube, and Instagram. And if you really want to get nuts, we have a Discord too. So bing us and join us in this nonsense. If you have a book suggestion for a future episode or have questions for us, send us an email at reliterated at gmail.com. Thanks for listening.